is called, step forward and repeat the phrase you've been given. Understand? Number one, step forward. Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. Number two, step forward. Give me the fucking keys, you fucking cocksucker motherfucker! Knock it off, get back. Number three, step forward. In English, please. Excuse me. In English. How many fucking keys? You cocksucker. What the fuck? <laughs> Number four, step forward. It was bullshit. The whole rap was a setup. Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. It was all the cops' fault. You don't put guys like that into a room together. Five, Who knows what can happen? Hand me the fucking keys. I'm a cocksucker. Sorry, sorry, I got that wrong. Let me try again. Give me another go. Isn't there some sort of teleprompt around here? Anyway, take two. Take two. Suck my fucking cock and I'll give you my car keys. Is that better? Cheers, thanks. Yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. Well, you see, I'm an actor. Did you know that? Well, I am. On this show for a start. Because I act like a clown. I act stupid. You know the game. But no Academy Award yet. Which is strange. But it'll come. Yeah, I love to act. I'm a big talent. But the problem is, there's a lot of prejudice in the industry. Which has prevented me from getting the big movie work that I deserve. So here I am on SoundCloud, doing a one-man amateur hour, well, half-hour, radio drama for nothing. Well, every now and then some prick does give me a digital symbol in the shape of a heart, so I got that. But I don't know, sometimes I yearn for something more. But then suddenly, I heard a whisper in the wind that some famous prick was retiring due to sexual reasons and that there might be a bit of space opening up in Hollywood for an old man with big dreams. How much would you pay to release your grandson if not $17 million? Nothing. You've probably seen that trailer by now. It's for the film called All the Money in the World. And under all that makeup is Kevin Spacey playing John Paul Getty. Well, by the time you see not just the trailer, but the movie in theaters just before Christmas, you won't be seeing Kevin Spacey. Michael Serapio in with us this morning. He, Michael, is being erased completely from this film. Which is absolutely amazing, Heather, when you talk about what is happening here, because as you say, it prominent, featured prominently in this movie is Kevin Spacey, but now all these allegations coming forward of Kevin Spacey allegedly abusing uh, young men, sometimes teenagers, sometimes young boys. It's uh, causing a lot of headaches for the movie studio, and we have to say this movie behind it is Sony Pictures and its TriStar division, and they really are left in a bit of a conundrum. Do you hold back this movie, release it, knowing it's going to be a flop because it's associated with Kevin Spacey? Well, no. Instead, they're going to reshoot 
re-edit, recast everything that has to do with Kevin Spacey, all in the span of a few weeks. Now, as to why they are doing this, take a look at this statement from TriStar Pictures. They say, quote, there are over 800 other actors, writers, artists, craftspeople, and crew who worked tirelessly and ethically on this film, some for years. It would be a gross injustice to punish all of them for the wrongdoings of one supporting actor in the movie. So all this is going to be reshot by the director, Ridley Scott, of course, one of the most respected directors in Hollywood. And in the place of Kevin Spacey will be a well-known actor. Of course, we know him very well here in Canada. We're talking about Christopher Plummer. He'll now walk into the role that was Kevin Spacey's. Uh, it will be shot in the next few weeks. Uh, again, reshot shooting for actors Michelle Williams and Mark Wahlberg, who are also co-stars on this movie. And amazingly, the expectation, the promise here is that it'll still make its wide release date of December the 22nd. Holy shit, I thought they were going to use me. But there you go. Von Trapp got in first. Spacey. <laughs> Mr. Gettin, Mr. Gettin. Mr. Gettin. How much would you pay to release your grandson if not $17 million? Nothing. Replacey. How much would you pay to release your grandson? Nothing. Bang. Mission accomplished. Upside. Sexual abuse deleted from Hollywood. Downside. No money in the world for me. But that's okay, I thought. I'll just audition for all the other stuff Spacey's got going in the pipeline. E.g. the movie Billionaire Boys Club. Synopsis as follows. An older man mentors a large group of young boys and schools them in how to commit a variety of illicit acts. The end. And I left a phone message on the producer's answering machine about that role. But fuck me dead if I'm lying, but he decides to stick with Kevin for the boys club, which to me was an astounding decision, though to be fair he was well cast. And then, come release time, this idiot gets his comeuppance when the opening weekend total gross ticket sales for BBC, yeah I know, was $618 net only. Which was poor. Especially considering that 30 bucks of that came from me. Because I saw it twice. Bloody good movie, by the way. And that was it. The end. No other work. And at that point, I thought my burgeoning new career as a spacey replacer was over before it even started. But wait, there's more, because some stupid old bat came up with a great suggestion. Judy co-starred with Kevin Spacey in 2001's The Shipping News, which they shot in Nova Scotia. Judy said they had a great friendship on set, and at the San Sebastian Film Festival yesterday, Judy admitted that she doesn't agree with erasing Kevin from films he's been in after being accused of sexual misconduct. I can't um, approve in any way of the fact whatever he has done, that you then start to cut him out of films. Are we to do that uh, as happened? I can't remember the film that, that he was replaced in by Christopher Plummer. Mm. Well, are we to do that throughout history? Are we to go back throughout history now? Yeah, well, I do know. That's exactly what we're going to do. And I'm just the man to do it. So what we as a society are going to do is erase this grabby prick from every movie and TV show he's ever done, ever. We're going to dub him and then reshoot him with other actors, i.e. actor, i.e. me. Because we just can't do without American beauty. It blows the roof off the whole charade. Comfortable middle-class life in the suburbs? Joke. And then after we've done that one, we move on to every other thing that anyone we don't like has ever done. Starting with Michael Jackson, and I can do him as well. Because I can out Jackson Jackson, let me tell ya.
So anyway, I cut an audition tape addressed to Hollywood to try out for Kevin's parts, and you're listening to it. And by the way, just in case this slippery fish Spacey beats all these boy groping charges and gets the all clear to stay in the movies, let me tell you that there's still some undisclosed groping allegations which are pending against this bloke, and those involve the more heinous crime of groping older men. Because there's a rumour going around that a certain famous Aussiewood actor, whose name I won't mention, was on a trip to the Apple a couple of years back, and when he was at the trough at an upmarket diner there, who should turn up next to him but a certain anonymous groping poof. And what happened was that after I'd finished my business at the trough and I was shaking off and zipping up, old mate Kevin reaches out and tries to give me what he later described to law enforcement as a New York handshake. Enough said. Anyway, let's cut to the audition tape. Take one. G'day Hollywood, I attach here with my audio audition tape for your perusal. And by the way, DRR. DRR if you get me, director's rights respected. I.e. I respect your sexual rights over us aspiring thespians. Depending on the director, i.e. I won't root Coppola, and that's either of them. I get to choose the person and the act, or acts, depending on how we go. Come on, that's only fair. Plus... I'll only allow you to root me if, and this is a big if, if I get the gig. Come on, you've got to give me that. Anyway, here's a sample of my wares. Alright, you all know the drill. When your number is called, step forward and repeat the phrase you've been given. Understand? Number one, step forward. <sighs> Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. Get back. Number three, step forward. <laughs> How many the keys, you cocksucker? In English, please. Excuse me. In English. How many the fucking keys, you cocksucker? What the fuck? <laughs> Number four, step forward. Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. It was all the cops' fault. You don't put guys like that into a room together. Who knows what can happen? Suck my fucking cock and I'll give you my car keys. This has really got to be embarrassing for you guys, huh? They drilled us all night. Yeah, you gotta love that one. From the usual suspects, 1995. Because I always start my highlights reel with a bang. Anyway, the pressing business is taking over from Kevin House of Cards. And by the way, don't worry about the accent. I've got that covered. Season 7, book me in. Just call me Mr. President. And the next clip is a scene which I think allows me to show off my acting chops in the role of Frank Underwood. Though to be honest, it's bloody hard for an old bloke to memorise all that dialogue. So I had to add a little bit a bit. Anyway, you get the idea. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You said you wanted to talk. I did say I wanted to talk. You said you wanted to work out a compromise. Yes, sir. I did say I wanted to work out a compromise. Excuse me? You are excused. Certainly I excuse you. 
So then why the fuck are we here, Frank? What the hell's the matter with you? you? You think this is some kind of a game? Yes, I do. Yes, I do think it's some kind of a game. These are real people with families to feed. Would you please stop that? I'm sorry, but I just can't stop doing that. And I will have to continue to do it. In five seconds, I'm out of here. One, two, three, four, five. Once I caught a fish alive. Goodbye, Frank. Goodbye, sir. And God bless you. You think you can get under my skin? Yes, I do. Yes, I do think I can get under your skin. Kiss my ass, Frank. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Watch me. I am watching you. I have two million honorable teachers. I know you do. Oh, I know you do. Okay. I'll play your game. Well, it would be good if you could play my game. I would like that. You're an idiot. I am not an idiot. No, sir. One thing I am not is an idiot. You're full of shit. No, sir, no, sir. Full of shit is one thing that I ain't. Are you kidding me? Am I kidding you? Are you asking me that question? My answer to that is no. I am not kidding you. You would do something that low, Frank? Yes, sir, I would do something that low. Oh, I would. Back off, Frank. Okay, sir, I am going to back off. You've asked me to back off, and I will back off. Yes, sirree, Bob. Back off, Frank. Because the only thing you're going to get from me is come on your face. you! Are you okay in there, Kip? Sorry, mate, I just couldn't do that bit. It was too, just too graphic. I just think those words came better out of your mouth. Plus, he's a big bloke, and I didn't want to, you know. It's got to hurt. Anyway, you finish up this scene, you do that, and I'll go do the reshoot of the bath scene with your wife, okay? Look, I'll I'll tell them you provoked me. I'll tell them that you threw the brick yourself. And who's going to believe you? You just assaulted a United States congressman, which is a felony. So with that performance, I knew I had the job for season seven of Cards wrapped up and I'm ready to start on Monday. But then fuck me dead if I'm lying, but I find out that this space is trying to white ant me out of my new job by doing a begging video on YouTube. He's pleading with the audience to let him back on. Anyway, I submit my actor's cut of that as well to show my thoughts on this guy, plus to demonstrate more chops. I know what you mean. No, you don't. No. no, you don't. Oh, sure, they may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong, it's too powerful. Well, it was something. I mean, no doubt about that, it was something, but it wasn't any good. I mean, after all, we shared everything, you and I. Well, not everything. I mean, you wanted to share everything, but I wasn't up for that. I told you my deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah, and I didn't want to know, mate, but you just kept on going. I showed you exactly what people are capable of. Yeah, yeah, true, true. I'll give you that. I shocked you with my honesty, but mostly I challenged you and made you think. And you trusted me, even though you knew you shouldn't. Well, in hindsight, I shouldn't have. And those young men, they shouldn't have either. So we're not done, no matter what anyone says. And besides, 
I know what you want. Oh, I know you don't. You want me back. No, mate. No, I, I never wanted it in the first place. Of course, some believed everything and had just been waiting with bated breath to hear me confess it the all. Police. They're just yeah, dying to have me declare that everything said is true and that I got what I deserved. Well, the court does that. The court does Wouldn't that, that be easy? If it was all so simple? Yeah, well, yes and no, because sometimes it is that simple. Only you and I both know it's never that simple, not in politics and not in life. Well, I don't know about politics, but I do know the movie business. And I know you're out, But you mate. wouldn't believe the worst without evidence, would you? You wouldn't rush to judgments without facts, would you? Well, I might, you know, depending on the facts. Did you? Well, I did, yeah. No, not you. Yeah. You're smarter than that. Well, I'm not that smart. But you don't need to be that smart to work it out. You know, when you're pulling it out of your pants. Anyway, all this presumption made for such an unsatisfying ending. And to think it could have been such a memorable Happy ending, send-off. getting off. Come on, mate, you just leave yourself open to all sorts of low-tier humour. Come on, think about it. Think before you speak. I mean, if you and I have learned nothing else these past years, it's that in life and art, nothing should be off the table. Well, something should be. Just a few things. And you had your hands going under the table, didn't you? We weren't afraid, not of what we said, not of what we did, and we're still not afraid. Well, I am. Because I can promise you this. Yeah? If I didn't pay the price for the things we both know I did do, I'm certainly not going to pay the price for the things I didn't do. Well, I don't really follow that. Of course, they're going to say I'm being disrespectful, not playing by the rules, like I ever played by anyone's rules before. I never did, and you loved it. Oh, I didn't love it. I didn't love it at all. We all really hated it. Anyhow, despite all the poppycock, oh, the animosity, the headlines, the impeachment without a trial, oh, that's despite everything, despite even my own death, what? I feel surprisingly good. Well, I was surprised too, mate, when they kept you in BBC, and they shouldn't have, because you know the name again. And my confidence grows each day that soon enough you will know the full truth. Kev, Kev, snap out of it. Mate, come on. This is ridiculous. Oh, wait a minute. Huh? Now that I think of it, you never actually saw me die, did you? Come on. Get off that fourth wall, mate. Come on. Enough's enough. It's... Conclusions can be so deceiving. Miss me? Nah. To be honest, I'm happy to take over on his YouTube channel as well. Let's just wipe this bloke off and start again with me as him. So going through his back catalogue, we've got to go next to the big one, the usual suspects. This could be my breakout role, where I will be replacing Mr. Spacey for the reshoot in the part of Roger Verbal Kent. Which is going to be hard to do, as Kev loves to give verbal. I mean oral, and he loves to be rogered. So it's a big ask, as Kev really threw himself into the role Stanislavski style. Keaton made an anonymous phone call. The press was on the scene before the police were. Strauss and Rizzi were indicted three days later. Within a few weeks, 50 more cops went down with them. Everybody got it right in the ass, from the chief on down. It was beautiful. They drilled us all night. Okay, yeah. Uh, sometimes get... Forget it. I'll probably shed blood tonight.
You don't put guys like that into a room together. Who knows what can happen? They went after McManus first, top-notch entry men. What the cops never figured out, and what I know now, was that these men would never break, never lie down, never bend over for anybody. Anybody. Yeah, Kev really knocks this part out of the park, and I thought, I've got no chance of getting this kint gig. So I thought, maybe I'll play a cop instead, because this movie is based on a pointless MacGuffin about some shadowy criminal mastermind called Kaiser Sose, who us cops are trying to catch. And the trail led straight to Kevin, because for a start, the initials match. Smoking gun. Who is Kaiser Sose? He's supposed to be Turkish. Some say his father was German. Nobody ever believed he was real. Nobody ever knew him or saw anybody that ever worked directly for him. But to hear Kobayashi tell it, anybody could have worked for Soze. You never knew. That was his power. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. One story the guys told me, the story I believe, was from his days in Turkey. There was a gang of Hungarians that wanted their own mob. They realized that to be in power, you didn't need guns or money or even numbers. You just needed the will to do what the other guy wouldn't. After a while, they come into power and then they come after Soze. He was small time then, just running dope, they say. He waits until his wife and kids are in the ground and then he goes after the rest of the mob. He kills their kids, he kills their wives, he kills their parents and their parents' friends. He burns down the houses they live in and the stores they work in. He kills people that owe them money. And like that, he's gone. Underground. Nobody's ever seen him since. He becomes a myth, a spook story that criminals tell their kids at night, rat on your pop, and Kaiser says they will get you. And no one ever really believes. But I believe it, because all the witnesses against Kev on his sexual indiscretions well, they keep disappearing. An anonymous massage therapist who accused Kevin Spacey of sexual assault has sadly died. Norwegian Princess Martha Louise's former husband and one of Kevin Spacey's sexual harassment accusers, Ari Ben, has sadly passed away after deciding to take his own life. Crazy. It sounds like a movie. A very stupid movie. In every case, witnesses either reverse their testimony to the grand jury or die before they could testify. Within three months of the explosion, the two witnesses, they were dead. One killed himself in his car, the other fell down an open elevator shaft. Yeah, I think we need to talk about Kevin, because this bloke's constantly breaking the fourth wall. But of course it makes sense that they would have haunted me, because it's all true. What is? Everything Lucas Goodwin claimed. I killed them both, just like he said I did. But of course, nobody believes it, and nobody ever will, because that's how good we are at making things disappear. Jeez, who knows with this guy? He's ruthless. What would he do to a guy like me who's taking over all his acting roles? Who knows what he'll do? Maybe he'll try to grope me to death. <laughs> No, we didn't kill anybody. <laughs> but we would have, if it was necessary. Nah, 
It wasn't Kevin. This is just a series of unfortunate events linked by the name Kevin Spacey. So I went back to the movie, but no luck there, because the whole plot is just a series of idiotic events linked by the name Kaiser Sose. Is he dangerous? Yes. Do it. Do it now. Joel? Yeah, Bayer, down in LA County. Uh, look, the guy they pulled out of the harbor is Arkash Kovach. Yes, because there was something that didn't add up. No single part of this movie makes any sense. There's no reason for Kaiser Spacey to go through any of the intricate machinations that he does. There's no reason for him to do any of it. All the plot twists only work if you don't know how the movie ends. It's all based on a single premise, that you will never watch this movie ever again. But I did watch it again, over and over and over, and I slowly realised that once you remove the MacGuffin, there's simply no there there. No theme, no meaning, no purpose, no nothing. Unless, unless the purpose of the movie was for some of the men involved in it to put themselves in a position where they had access to fame, money and young men. And that's when I realised that there was a shadowy figure behind the scenes controlling things. The director. Kaiser Singer. I mean Brian Singer. Because the more you watch this movie, the more facts you realise you missed, and the less it makes sense. And one of the things we all missed the first time we saw it was that the director, Brian Singer, liked teenage boys. And the first actor he recruited to star in the movie, Kevin Spacey, also liked teenage boys. We missed that part of the exposition, but it all came out in the ending, years later. Spoiler alert, they both liked teenage boys. And then there was a sequel, because decades after it was released, the papers finally got around to reporting that they had to stop filming it at one point because of Spacey molesting teenage boys on set. Amazing plot twist, Singer denies that that happened. And then when we look at the director's cut, we get gigantic pool parties full of twinks, drugs and alcohol. Allegations by 14-year-old boys, 15-year-old boys, 17-year-old boys, etc., you know how it works. Kids without parents, kids without money, kids without anywhere to live. Plus bait. Drugs, alcohol, money, lifestyle. Promises, promises, Hollywood promises. For decades. And while this is going on, singers directing big budget kids movies in Hollywood. X-Men, Supermen, then sequels, and then sequels to sequels. And then Freddy, right up to 2019. This guy's a billion dollar man, and the whole time his lawyers, PR firms and agents are all fighting the rumours. And then the lawsuits, which are the sequels to the rumours. The cops do nothing, and the media won't touch it, until Spacey and Singer are broken men, and then they all pile on. And then I thought, is this the usual suspects, Larry David style? Singer, yeah, and Brian added plenty of Auschwitz scenes to his retarded cape ship movies so as to strike a high moral tone which doesn't look so moral in retrospect, considering all these incredible allegations. 
He waits until his wife and kids are in the ground, and then he goes after the rest of the mob. He fucks he their, their kids. kids. He fucks he their, their wives. wives. Well, he doesn't do he that. He fucks their parents' and their kids parents and their parents' friends' kids. He burns down the houses they live in and the stores they work in. He kills people that owe them money. And like that, he's gone. Underground. Nobody's ever seen him since. He becomes, he becomes a, a myth. A, a spook story, story that Hollywood criminals tell their kids, kids at night. Right on the audition and go and see him get you. And no one ever really believes. Do you believe in him, Verbal? Actually, no, I don't. Because I just made this whole thing up. Singer, Spacey, these are household names. They go to the Oscars in limousines. How could they have done all these terrible things over decades that everyone in Hollywood knew about? Nah, I made it all up, using words I got from objects just lying around here. Gay porn from the internet, whoops. Orgies, drugs, sexualizing teenagers. This is just stuff I picked up from watching Netflix every day. Celebrity strippers broadcasting naked photos of themselves to children. The Daily Mail sidebar of shame. It's normal behavior now. It's all okay. And I just mashed it all together to make up a ridiculous story to disguise the fact that this episode's got no real plot and is just an unfortunate series of predictable jokes linked by the names Spacey and Singer. Because there is no Brian Singer. Well, there is, but he's just another guy around Hollywood, a respected member of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Just a normal guy. Because if you normalise perverted, excessive and exploitative sexual behaviour in the media, then you normalise it in society. And then you can hide in plain sight. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Well, he's actually still around. Ah. Put that there. Jeez.